The Yuletide TV podcast is hosted by three college friends trying to find the best Christmas TV episodes ever made. That quest can, at times, be frustrating, which is a nice way of saying that this show contains explicit content. We know that might get us placed on the naughty list, but better us than you. Did I hear an attack alarm? Or would that be open for too much? It was only a culinary statement of beasts, perhaps a bit overdone. Christmas again. I gotta get out of here. All this good cheer is driving me nuts. Storm and I are going shopping in the city. Come with us! Christmas Eve shopping? You're crazy. Welcome to the Yuletide TV podcast, where three college friends try to find the best Christmas episodes ever in the history of Christmas television. My name is John. I would like to welcome you to the first real day of Christmas, because it's December, and you're now legally allowed to celebrate in this December to dismember. Joining me, as always, are my loyal co-hosts, Big Papa Bri Bri. Uh, hi. For the duration of this podcast, I would like to be known as Jubilee. Oh, you're like the, the shitty one? Don't you want to be <laughs> Negasonic Teenage Warhead? How about Mork? Or, like... Whatever the shitty guy in this one who was like there because they didn't want to use Kitty Pride. Whoever was going through walls in this one, that guy blows ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm okay. Okay. All right, Jubilee. Uh, you just shat on it. Yeah, well, you asked for it. <laughs> what? <laughs> you asked to be Jubilee. You shoot fireworks and are designed for a kid show. <laughs> And the gambit of the podcast, Chris. Oh, mon ami, yes. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be gambit. I'll be gambit all goddamn day. Oh, man. (laughs) And if you did not guess by our world-class intros, we talking about X-Men. Because it's Kids Show Week, and this is the kids show I picked. This is what made me watch comic books. And irreparably damaged my social life. Pew, 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 pew. That's fireworks coming out of my hands for the audio format. <laughs> Keep those things under control, Brian. I've started a number of fires already today. <laughs> this is why you need to be part. You need to be training, right? Everybody was like forest fires in Utah in December. No. <laughs> This, this drought really did get bad, didn't it? That's me shuffling my deck of cards that I'll throw at you later. Well, you know like how Gambit could have went with anything? Because he can blow up anything. Yeah, like Ninja Star, and, something that's yeah. a substance. Imagine getting a Ninja Star into your shoulder and then it explodes. Uh, what would you guys have gone with instead of decks of cards it has to be a stupid novel it has to be a hobby related item yo-yo i would have done nerf yo, bullets yo, yo. oh nerf yo-yo and nerf bullets are both very strong. yeah but no nerf gun just the bullets <laughs> yeah, like, like when we were like when we were in college and having nerf wars and your gun was unloaded and you had to like spin them at each other like it was taken <laughs> or not taken whatever wanted wanted yeah whatever that disaster was Curb those bullets. Are you guys enjoying your December? Are you enjoying your children's television show? 
yes, as I was touched and reinvigorated with energies, I will get to share this with my child, who is a newborn. John, I want to I wanna ask you, like, what happens to your rage when we get to December 1st? Does it go away? Do you just, like, put it in a box and set it aside? Talk us through, like, you, you get all, you're, you've been all riled up for a month, let's say, mm. as, as the Christmas creep infringes on <laughs> what you, you determine as the official start of acceptable Christmas celebrating. So what, is, what does today feel like for you? It like it's it's a moment to retire my anger, and because I will allow people to like things within reason. This is this is their time. I don't want you to come for my Halloween time. And I won't come for your Christmas time. We're gonna leave each other alone. And as long as you're not acting like Danny DeVito in that one movie with the guy who killed somebody, then you're doing an appropriate amount of Christmas. Is that a is that a is that a deck the halls reference? That's a deck the halls reference. <laughs> Never seen that movie, and yet I knew exactly what you were talking about. It's it's because Matthew Broderick killed Co- the guy. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> that was vehicular in nature, wasn't it? Yeah, he was drunk driving. Okay, uh cool. Deck the halls has an ice skate race in it. Danny DeVito wins an ice skating race. Oh shit! We gotta watch that movie. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty tight. It's it's a pretty strong movie. There's this Netflix movie. Keep getting recommendations for in our Netflix. That is like an ice skating movie, but it's like, oh, it's like in Russia. Oh man, I gotta figure out what the name of this movie is. <laughs> but it's like it's like in Russia in like the twenties or something. So it's like oh people in like period dress silver skates i don't know anybody in this movie maybe we'll do some fun movies for this bonus season i like our (laughs) two questions are is silver skates worth watching and is silver skates inappropriate oh (laughs) are there answers to those questions um there's a review for parents yeah parentpreviews.com is there a search function because i want to know if somebody's reviewed the human centipede (laughs) Are you on Common Sense Media? Because they might have. No. Oh, okay. I typed in Centipede, and I got James and the Giant Peach. I ain't mad about it. <laughs> that, James and the Giant Peach is fantastic. I, don't, I mean, it makes sense. It makes sense. So that's, like, actually only the second worst thing one of us has Googled today. Because I wanted to get a tally of who are the Omega Mutants in this episode, and that made me Google, is Jubilee Omega Level? At which point, Google laughed at me. but uh i don't know who listens to the show i don't know what our demos are because i'm illiterate but if you are younger than us and you're not aware of the show or you didn't watch it because you had access to like cable this show's insane (laughs) it's like someone made a children's show but they like demanded to stay true to the convoluted bullshit of an x-men comic book in the 90s uh, and also the like intense social commentary and allegories that are <laughs> present throughout the X Men. Yeah, and it's the the irony is the show being as successful as it was is what killed X Men's ability to do that. But hey, <laughs> so I just wanted to take you guys through a journey for uh, our comic book dorks of the stuff that happened in the preceding four seasons because if you know watching this dorky christmas episode of it you'd be like wow this is a this is a children's show and they're taking it easy yeah they certainly don't save the world in this show (laughs) 
boy, you would be wrong. First episode, Sentinels. Later that season, Magneto. Later that season, Weapon X and Alpha Flight. Days of Future Past is the season finale. The next season, Mr. Sinister. Dark Phoenix. Normal Phoenix. More Dark Phoenix. Savage Land. Archangel. <laughs> Beyond Good and Evil. This is how much stuff happens in this show. They were writing it like they would never get to do another show again. And that's what leads us to this, what I could only describe as a crack cocaine episode <laughs> of Christmas television. Uh, we wish you a very Morlock Christmas. Xmas. It's an Xmas. <laughs> it's an Xmas. Is there ever a Diet Phoenix episode? There's like legitimately the third season of the show 10 of the 14 episodes are phoenix in one way or another jesus <laughs> the parts that are not phoenix are mr sinister and savage lands <laughs> so i gotta get back into this cartoon because it's also at the same time that animation and uh, uh comics still had heroes that were just jacked as all get out right we're talking like a 32 pack on your on your on your Superman there, and then traps for days. And this is right before comic books get ruined by leather jackets. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, yeah. <laughs> I would like to refer everybody to the interview in which James Marsden is talking about how it was difficult filming X Men in all leather outfits. <laughs> hey, well, what did you expect him to wear, Brian? Yellow spandex? Yeah, we got him! Wine from the movie. Wine from the movie. (laughs) Classic. (laughs) Classic Uh. James Marsden line. You know a thing I watched recently that has James Marsden in it? 30 Rock. My Little Pony. (laughs) My Little Pony has James Marsden in it. My girlfriend wanted to watch it, and here we are. But anyways, summary. Are bronies still a thing? (laughs) I hope not. I think the bronies went away or became something worse, and we're just unaware <laughs> of it yet. Well, you know, you die the hero. <laughs> <laughs> or you live long enough to see yourself into weird shit. But you died. You just said you died. <laughs> Maybe one day the bronies will come back the way Hufflepuff does in Harry Potter, and they'll all die saving the internet. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that chapter. They like they 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 just mention a lot of Hufflepuff people getting smoked when they're fighting for Hogwarts. They really don't read Harry Potter. I think we should start a side a side a side podcast that's just the gang misremembers. <laughs> I think it would be the opposite of this podcast though, where we try to talk and figure out what shit was about that we vaguely remember, and then we have a follow up episode where we watched it and think, oh boy, <laughs> were we wrong? <laughs> anyway. We start with the gang singing, and Cyclops more poorly than the rest. And with Wolverine being a grumpus. While Jean is a villain and bullying Gambit while they're cooking in the kitchen. Jubilee gets Wolverine to go shopping with her and Storm, where they run into Morlock stealing medicine for a sick Morlock. Because Storm is a poopy poopy queen. Storm, Wolverine, and Jubilee go to the sewers, to make to make Wolverine play doctor very poorly until Beast arrives and uses his magic hands to heal the Morlock instantly. And then they eat in the sewers and never take the Morlocks to the nice feast above ground. And that's how the episode ends. <laughs> the 
<laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. God bless us. I feel like that was the only thing missing at the end of it. Just a high-pitched chubby kid going, God bless us. I don't know. Like, I think what maybe would have been nice is if they took the Morlocks to the mansion and let them eat food. Yeah. Instead of being like, just being like, stay in the sewers. We don't no, man. That's saying, hey, we'll put low, we'll put the low-income housing in this high-rise but they're going to have a different entrance than everybody else. <laughs> There's a, one of my notes just says, oh, look, pores. Well, back to the mansion. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's kind of what this is like. I mean, your summary was perfect. And in fact, maybe even a little more detailed than it needed to be. Because there is very little happening in this episode. <laughs> very little. I think the only thing I missed was Beast doing a poem and then exploding his cranberry gloss. Oh yeah, he glossed that room all right. <laughs> That's something glossed all over himself. <laughs> <laughs> you can't tell me that was not alcoholic. <laughs> you just I know I made this bit in the pre-show, but you think a man who made himself beast would be more careful about drinking random things. How does he feel about himself at this point in the series? That's the question. Uh, he's already divorced by this point. So, <laughs> so not pretty bad. So, not, so why are you questioning his decision to just try random shit? He's clearly on his spiraling phase. He's one of the smartest people on the planet. Doesn't he mean he can't <laughs> he can't have a downward trend. We, we need him to not explode himself. We need him to not explode himself, but he's going through his own battles, John. I'm pretty sure he ends up in jail at one point in this series, too, doesn't he? It's cry for help. There's, like, all of those, like, plots that I read, there's, like, shit I glanced over. There's three Morlock arcs. There's, like, Beast being part of... Yeah, he's, like, an activist who gets thrown in jail because the girl he's seeing is an activist. That's one way to impress someone. Friends of humanity or whatever. Right. If you're trying to impress someone who's not an activist and you get thrown in jail, probably not going to get you a second date. But if she is an activist... This show just kind of has an issue of the writers clearly don't want to write a children's show. It has the budget of a children's show. That kid was going to straight up die. (laughs) There was no, like, quality of life worry or anything like, oh, man, Leech just isn't going to have the same ability to play T-ball like he used to. I sure hope we can save him. The only punch they pull is Wolverine stabs so few people. Yeah, it's a weird, it's a, like, when you think about this episode as a whole, like, the only action that happens is when the Morlocks drive the uh, ambulance, ambulance in, into, the into Rockefeller rink. Center ice skating rink. Is that supposed to be Rockefeller? Oh, yeah, that's the 30 Rock skating rink for okay. sure. It had the gold statue and everything. Where, okay. where canonically is the Xavier Institute for the Gifted and Talented. Winchester, West, New York, isn't it? Westchester. Same difference. Okay, so this, this, this adds up. Yeah. They can fly. They can go to the city whenever the fuck they want. Right, yeah. I mean, it's... I mean, to your point, John, about them not wanting to write a children's show, I mean, I think that is super evident in how, like... Or, like, their inability to write a children's show because... This has, like, some similar elements to the Hey Arnold episode where Jubilee and Helga are playing somewhat similar roles in terms of child-obsessed-with-presence. 
but they don't really handle i mean they don't handle the jubilee anywhere near as well as they handled helga because like it's like you're supposed to think that jubilee is a brat and it's kind of like no it's like you're just a very naive teenager i guess like that you don't i don't know she seemed like we were supposed to feel sorry that she didn't have a good christmas ever but also that she's this greedy present grabbing teen you know the people who seemed like assholes this episode were storm wolverine and gene gray <laughs> gene gray the worst of which gene gray sucked <laughs> Yeah. She's our, but she is the, she is the phoenix. Just let Gambit do his thing, man. Come on. It's not that hard. But again, like it's like they tried to like it just speaks like again how thin this plot is cuz they like tried they tried to make that a B plot, but it wasn't like there was no B plot in this episode. Like it's just like oh, it's Christmas. Let's go shopping. Oh, here are the Morlocks. Yeah. Oh, this one's sick. Oh, let's heal him. Merry Christmas. I also like that they're like Wolverine. Wolverine's like I've done two blood transfusions and only one worked. It's like that's a fifty for fifty shot, dude. You should know the first one is Sabretooth. I don't know who the second one is. I was also like when he <laughs> talked about like it only worked on certain people. I'm like, were you like? They just started plugging in that blood transfusion kit to the kid, and I'm like, don't you need to like test blood types and stuff? Like, yeah. I get the guy has Whoa. magic blood, but if he's if he's a positive and this kid's B negative, I don't think that's gonna work. <laughs> Well, here's my thinking, too. Like, of course it's going to fucking work. The kid's name is Leech. Yeah. I don't know what his powers are, but I got something that I, like, I've used Leech Life in Pokemon before, and I'm pretty positive this is going to work out in the end. So, like, as I was watching this, they were like, I was like, man, well, it's, this is fine. They have Beast on their team. <laughs> They're like, like, fourth smartest person in the world. And then they are like, Wolverine, you're a field medic. Do field medicine. And it's like, you got you guys got to that mall in like four seconds. Just fly beast over here. Just just, right. get, just get And then it's like, let's do dangerous blood work. Well, Beast was Beast was hammered at the time. So they had to kill some they had to go through a Dunkin' Donuts to get him some coffee. Right? They had to fly him around the block once just to make sure he could walk. Rogue took her sweet time. Rogue just feels like a coworker who just like constantly wastes work time by being like, "Well, could you believe Wolverine was such a jerk while we're singing carols?" I just couldn't believe that. <laughs> like just <laughs> like that's what that's what took so long. I was gonna say learning TikTok dances, but your thing works too. I will say that I did appreciate the episode started with them singing that carol. It was Cyclops, Jubilee, and and Rogue. Was it and. I'm like, it's the, I mean, it's the first thing you hear in the episode. It's right away when yeah. the audio kicks in and I'm just like, fuck this guy who plays Cyclops is terrible. And then the first <laughs> line is, oh yeah, maybe you, you got, maybe I shouldn't be singing. I'm like, okay, I, I respect it. I respect it. See, that is, that is a, an impressive vocal performance in a show full of what I can only describe as horrific vocal performances. Oh, I disagree strongly. <laughs> yeah. I, I, you are going to you are going to look me uh, in the eye and tell me that the actress portraying Callista accomplished what she was trying to do. Well, I don't. That doesn't. I meant like the core cast. The core <laughs> cast is committing to the bit, and the guy who plays Wolverine is like Kevin Conroy and Batman. Like that is Wolverine to me. Like that is what I think of. Like yeah. no one is like 
all respect to Hugh Jackman, who did a great job portraying Wolverine on screen, but nobody says bub. When I, when I think of the word bub, it's that bub. guy's voice I hear in my head. It's like a slightly higher gravelly bub. It is uh, absolutely, for me, a guy who has like a little higher pitch voice from one of the Marvel video games. I'm pretty sure it's from Rebel vs. Capcom. Do you think it's the same but this guy? But guy, this guy voiced him. Maybe. They, this guy voiced Wolverine through 2000 in all those video games. Then the mix is better. <laughs> <laughs> or Disney Plus is doing the show a disservice. Oh, boy. <laughs> the show is so hard to talk about, or this episode, because so very, very little happens. But I, there is an important plot point that I think gets overlooked, which is Wolverine complaining about ice skating, which is inaccurate because he's Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get that guy off the ice. Wolverine can skate backwards. Fair. I, yeah, I, Fair. I believe it. That guy, that guy played some youth hockey. My, my concern was when Wolverine was starting to unlace and then the ambulance came over and he skated over to it. And I thought, that guy didn't relace. He's going to, like, roll his ankle. <laughs> That's going to be he problematic. Did. He did. He just kept rehealing. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say to the man who's rolled his ankle nine million times? That's, <laughs> That's why he was so angry when he was attacking, what is it, Ape or whatever? Yeah, Ape. And during that attack, too, in the only bit of action, um, I couldn't help but think... Uh, well, if he popped claws, that guy would be dead right now. That was a slow attack. He probably could have sped it up and killed him. <laughs> that should be a dismemberment. That should be death. Speaking of the Morlock ape, why did he have scuba fin feet pedals for hands? Because he's to, I don't know, man, stupid. But it was tight. <laughs> it worked. Did it work or didn't it? I guess it worked. <laughs> Everybody seemed to get to use their powers except Jubilee in this episode as well. There was no, there was no instance of Jubilee create some fire with your fireworks. Pop, 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 pop. <sighs> I mean, the old lady, uh, Murlock didn't, Morlock didn't, Callista didn't. Mm. Cyclops shot broccoli. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why didn't that broccoli get cooked? Did Gam did Gambit do anything? I don't think Gambit did anything either. I, in the be- I think at the beginning. Yeah, he, I think he threw something real briefly. Mm. And then Jean Grey re- let him know that she could murder him, and will murder him. I will shove this broccoli so far up your ass without even using my hands. I'm going to telekinetically whip you into a wall for touching my fucking ham, you dumb Cajun bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh. We got any Cajuns that listen to this show? <laughs> What's where's their demographic lie in Louisiana? But don't clip that. I did Katrina rebuilding. <laughs> clip that. <laughs> I I was curious. I I did like that he gave an example of some uh, Cajun foods that he prepared at the very end of the episode, and I'm like, I'd watch that binging with Babish episode. I want to see. Is... I, I want to see an oyster loaf get made, which is apparently a real thing. Even Tweet though out. it seems like it's more of a sandwich where they made it look like an actual loaf of bread in the show, Ooh, I think. I'm about that life. That's about right for, for children's television of the time. I was a little disheartened, though. And, you know, I think this is the part they had to write for children because Gambit was talking about spices. He would have thrown it at himself from home. And he's like, cayenne, thyme, salt. 
<laughs> that's it? That's all you got for Cajun Spice? <laughs> like cayenne and thyme? Well, Jean is a white lady, so she doesn't believe in salt nor pepper. From upstate New York. <laughs> I, I do think it is funny, this is more a comment on the show in general than this specific episode, but like, Jean Grey and Cyclops are always just like the most uptight white people, right? like suburban <laughs> white people that like, I just always thought that was so funny how they're portrayed in this show. That's why it's always fun when Wolverine comes to town. Knocking at that door. Wolverine. Yeah. No, you can't. It upsets the balance and order of things. I'm trying to remember if this is real or if I was just thinking of something. But for some reason, I thought this is the show where they sw- they switched X-Men's colors for this show. Or something to that effect. No to, one like, suited up. Hop more. No, like for the... Oh. For like the cartoon. As opposed to having them be brown. Oh, uh, yeah, maybe. I didn't. I haven't heard that. I always thought that this was the show that made it so Marvel has some kind of tax exemption on X-Men toys because there's, like, a tax on human toys and they, like, argued in court that they're not humans, they're mutants and won. <laughs> and I always thought that was, like awesome like that is a baller move and that the car was just like it's not in the rule book get hands are tied <laughs> no one says a mutant can't be a toy yeah it's an incredible play by marvel do what you can to save some money what at what point were they facing bankruptcy when this episode was released oh i mean it was right around i mean right i'm sure like mid 90s this episode's from 95. Marvel bankruptcy was... It was like 94, was it? I mean, it was It was uh, right... 90s, 1996. Okay, yeah, so... If you look at the next season of the show, it just stops three ep- or f- six episodes. In. Just in the middle of a plot. <laughs> just, nope. The end. Ugh, yeah. That's all she wrote. <laughs> it's so fun to compare, and I'm sure we will maybe... I uh, have to consider this with like other shows on future children's endeavors, but it's my memory of like the Batman show and Superman show were like these are for kids. Like I understand these shows, and I like as a child was like this show is not for me. I think I think the <laughs> major difference because I think that the Batman show is in some ways still like it's meant for kids, but I think it's like the first attempt to be like oh, this can be enjoyed by both. And I think this episode is also trying to do that. But I think the major difference between the two shows is that Batman was very episodic. Like, it's like, this is one 20-minute adventure, and the next 20-minute adventure is going to be very, like, different and separate, and we're not going to talk about anything that happened in the last episode. Where this, and I was doing a similar thing that you were doing, John. Like, I was reading through the Wikipedia, and I was like, holy shit, they did a lot. But then I also went and watched, looked at the uh, Spider-Man Wikipedia and the episodes that they do. And that one was like the the show that aired at the same time as this. Both these shows are like, it's like a comic book. Like everything, it's like issue to issue. It's like, it's just this stacking continuity. And like things that happen in episode five can be brought up in episode 95. And it's like, oh yeah, everything led up to this. And so that's where I think the big difference is. I'd like to add to that and say that the reason 
Batman worked, the reason X-Men works, the reason our episode of Hey Arnold worked is because it was for children without writing to kids like they were kids, so to speak. They weren't saying, hey, we have to write this to children. It's like, hey, we're going to write this and it's going to have some, you know, friendly themes and stuff like that. It's going to be targeted for kids, but it's for anyone. That's why Adventure Time works. Did this episode work for you? I mean, no, that's not the point. <laughs> I mean, I I'm it's making kidding. me wonder if I'm just fo- like I'm just wondering if I'm fondly remembering a show because it is important in my life, like this one and the Spider-Man show, making me get interested in Marvel comics. But also, maybe they just fucking sucked. <laughs> I don't think this sucked. I think I enjoy this quite a lot. I think we enjoyed it because we like comic books. Well, let's base it off the metrics of this podcast. But I did. I mean, this was comic books for me, though. Like, yeah. I didn't re- like. I didn't go to a comic book store. I didn't know where to get comics as a kid. So, like Saturday morning cartoons, like this and Spider Man, I drank it all in because this is like, this is what there was, and like Spider Man did Secret Wars. They do the Jean Grey cancer thing. Yeah, Spider-Man cartoon. (laughs) Yeah, there's so much stuff in here that has, like, either resurfaced or, as I got older, I'm like, oh, shit, like, this was, like, a big thing in, like, Secret Wars was a huge thing in comics. And, like, I watched that when I was a kid having no idea what it was other than, like, oh, wow, this is cool, like, they're bringing in all these different characters that I've heard of. And so I, I think in that respect, like yeah without this show like i like would i still have the same level of interest in comics or i mean even batman and superman same thing like on the dc side but i think you start to see those distinctions too when you're younger of like oh like spider-man doesn't exist where batman exists but batman and superman exist in the same world i mean in the next season of this one there's a flashback episode where wolverine and captain america fight the nazis yeah in world war ii I remember that episode. That episode's hilarious because Wolverine is like special forces, like Canadian special forces, and they pair him up with Steve Rogers, and Steve Rogers is like, here, we got these experimental uh, weapons for you, and they're just Wolverine claws that he, like, puts on his hands. (laughs) It's awesome. It's so good. Don't worry about it. This will come up later when you have depression and go into a factory, but you look like you like punching. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the show just did wild shit like that though some of like the plots i mentioned are like cool comic book plots but as a core concept for a television show you don't need savage lands <laughs> like, I mean... it's just hard to explain to people why can't professor x walk i don't know it's tight though <laughs> why why is this pterodactyl man named after the evil wizard from lord of the rings because <laughs> reasons i read that description and it was like storm goes and confronts confronts sauron it's like what the fuck yeah it's the evil pterodactyl man Did i read that right then became then became a spider-man meme because they kept talking about you have this technology why don't you cure cancer and he's like i don't want to cure cancer i want to make dinosaurs <laughs> <laughs> that's Sauron. That's that's where the meme's from, everyone. I've seen the meme repurposed uh recently for the I don't I don't want to take the vaccine, I want to do my own research. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh 
to make dinosaurs. I want to give ratings. Okay. I, that's where this is headed for me, too, because I'm, I'm holding back, and it's the only place to talk about what I have to say is in ratings. <laughs> Send it, Chris. Take Send us out. Gambit of the podcast. Okay, so here's my charged-up card I'm throwing in, and it might blow up in my face. Wait, 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 wait. Where's your Cajun accent? Commit as hard as this actor did, which is talk normal, but then end with Mona Me. <laughs> 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 a few years ago when Shoshana and I went to Canada, all I kept doing while we were there was going, Oh, I love Quebec. I'm a Quebecer. <laughs> I fucking hate Quebec. And I feel like if I feel like I if I really fucking tried to do Gambit, that's all it would end up being. <laughs> when I was in France and whenever I'd speak French, they would stop me and be like, You sound like you're from Quebec and we don't like that. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> it reminds me of the video where a kid's in New York. He's like, hey, check it out. I'm from New York. Hey. And a woman stops on the street. He's like, we don't sound like that. We don't talk like that. You're gonna shut up about it. It's like, geez, I'm sorry. And as she's walking away, he goes, forget about it. <laughs> Good times. You know what I'm not forgetting about? These ratings. Stay on track. Here's what I'm going to say. This episode could be anything. It could be anything you want it to be. It could, it, you, like, it's, there's nothing that happens. And there's nothing Christmas-wise that you have not seen before and have not seen done better somewhere else. Uh, incorrect. Christmas miracles. Mordox. <laughs> Christmas miracles. Kids learning that presents aren't the only thing that matters. It's all been done before. All been done better. But, God, did I have fun watching this. I, like... I just love the voice acting. I love the look and the feel of the show. The story leaves you wanting pretty hard, but it just was a fun 20 minutes for me. I just enjoyed it. So I'm, I'm going to split the difference and say Parasox. I'm just going to land right in the middle there. Oh, boy. I'm popping all six claws for this one. Just shink, 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 shink. For six out of six claws, this is a Christmas classic for all the same reasons Chris talked about, okay? I could watch this every year and be happy because it's absolutely ridiculous. It's just batshit crazy, but it's the X-Men, and it's a reason to listen to the intro around my family. (laughs) (laughs) I am going to have this episode be a Bailey Bailey Hoskins who is exceptional because it self-detonates. It's bad. (laughs) <laughs> I think it's only good if you really like comic books. I I think for an average human to watch this episode, they would think it is the dumbest thing they've ever put in their brain. <laughs> so I yeah, it's a nice I think I think that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> it is stupider than hell. Uh, it's like fun. Like I will not deny that. I will not deny its funness. It's just just not fucking tight bro (laughs) (laughs) i enjoy like i enjoy it but like when i was watching this it made me upset that i liked it so much as a child and i made me worried no the rest of it was bad (laughs) like there's a legitimate three minute shouting sequence because the lady who plays storm is a little worried about doing an African accent, so she just does it loud. And then the lady who's doing it's the list forceful, is like, John. 
the lady who's doing Callista is like, I am going, like, this character only yells. So it's like a three-minute sequence of two women shouting at each other and then a knighting ceremony with, like, a mop. <laughs> like, it's... So what I'm hearing is it passes the Bechdel test. <laughs> you know what? You're right. It is a Christmas classic. It passes the Bechdel test. Probably, like, one of five episodes on this show that have. Probably. <laughs> it passes the Bechdel test, like, multiple times. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. More female heavy cast than male heavy cast, I think. Yeah, probably for that. I mean, speaking line-wise, probably. Yeah. Well, I'm going to transform my flipper hands, my scuba hands, into pointing fingers to point at Chris. All right. To pass, to pass it over to hopefully do less divisive than our one in every direction. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I'm going to close out Kids Week on Friday with a look uh, at the show Recess. And we're going to watch the single Christmas episode it put out, Yes, Mikey, Santa Does Shave, uh, which you can watch on (laughs) Disney+. And I'm looking forward to it. Who do you think is our podcast, Mikey? I mean, that's a good question. I'm very clearly Spinelli. (laughs) And Brian is Vince, so I've always felt like more of a Gus, but... That's just low confidence, Chris. Well, more to discuss. Maybe we can assign roles better after seeing the episode on Friday. Until then, you know the drill. We're in the thick of it. We almost got two weeks under our belt here. We got ten episodes left. Rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. Uh, It's December now. Christmas season is in full swing. So get excited, get hyped. We got lots of fun stuff coming. Reach out to us, YuletideTV at gmail.com. Find us on socials at YuletideTV, Instagram and Twitter. Good places to do it. And uh, yeah, we uh, look forward. We got lots more episodes to go. And uh, it's only hopefully going to get better from here. Rate, review, and subscribe. Rate, review, subscribe. Rate, review, subscribe, always. Yuletide. To uh, the podcast. Yeah. Find us on all of the socials. Find Brian at home or at work and tell him how much you like the podcast physically in person. He'll love it. I, I would. I have a camera. I'll record the whole thing. Oh, wow. <laughs> that is not the reaction I was expecting, but tight. You have my legal support to celebrate Christmas, if not my excitement. Wait, hold on a second. Did you get my application for my uh, my license to celebrate Christmas, John? Did I get it in in time? It's 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 under review. Fuck. The eyes were okay. not crossed in a way that I found satisfactory. <laughs> Perfect. That's all I needed. Well, until next time, I've uh, been Chris. I've been Brian. I'm John. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We're glad you're still alive. Sleigh Bell Sounds provided by Michael Koenig from SoundBible.com and Joy to the World provided by FreeXmasMP3.com. Podcast.